Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. From the Carlu in downtown Toronto, welcome to the Empire Club of Canada. For those of you joining by webcast or podcast, welcome to the meeting. This is a very special gathering of the Empire Club, and it's been a long time in the making. For 116 years, the Empire Club has been welcoming nation builders from around the world, from Winston Churchill and Ronald Reagan to the Dalai Lama and Indira Gandhi. We have offered our podium to those making meaningful contributions, important contributions, to their community, to their fellow citizens, and to our country. In providing a stage for important conversations, we've welcomed people from all backgrounds, from all perspectives, and of all accomplishments. And, we, and we've done it for a long time, which is why it's surprising that someone would come to us after 116 years and say, you've missed something. But that's true, we had missed something. That led to some sharp minds getting together. They realized that there is another role for the Empire Club. It's not just a place for those who build our nation through conversation, it is also a place to have a conversation about those who build our nation. And that is how the Nation Builder of the Year Award was born. It is to go to someone or some group or some future invention who has made a major contribution to our national identity as a country. Which is why we are so very proud to be celebrating our inaugural Nation Builder of the Year recipient, the Toronto Raptors. Our idea in putting together today's program is in keeping with the history of the Empire stage, a place that hosts people who have something important to contribute to the public dialogue. So our theory and our plan is to bring those same people out to reflect on the Toronto Raptors. We have three amazing speakers, three people who had a unique perspective on the Toronto Raptors run to the Larry O'Brien Trophy. We have a civic leader whose blazer for a moment became as famous as him, who perfectly represented the pride we shared in We the North, not just for our city, but for our country. We have someone who came by a nickname more honestly than anyone before him, a man who has been to every Raptors home game since day one. And we have someone who was courtside with a journalist's eye who helped tell the Raptors story in real time. So let me introduce the first of these three speakers. It's my honor to welcome to the stage the Mayor of Toronto, John Tory. Well, Mr. President and uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, it is a pleasure to be here and of course in particular to be here with the Messiah jury uh, on behalf of the Toronto Raptors uh, to be honoured uh, most fittingly I think with this uh, Nation Builders Award and all that the team has done uh, for uh, the city and for the country because it's a Nation Builders Award. I, no offence to Messiah, I'm sure he'd agree with me that uh, Larry Tannenbaum as the chair of the ownership group could equally uh, be accepting uh, this award. In fact, anybody from the Raptors organization could. Now, uh, there was reference made to my Raptors jacket. He uh, elevated it, I think, to the status of a blazer. I'm not really sure it deserves that elevation, but I just want you to know, because I get asked every day why I'm not wearing it, and people might have thought it was suitable to wear it to offer these remarks today. Um, it is actually put away 
uh, in preparation for the playoffs in 2020 because it's a playoff jacket. And I will just answer one more time the most frequently asked question. You think with all the issues that I have to deal with, there would be one question that would be to do with transit or housing or something. The most frequently, question, the frequently asked question I had in 2019 was, has it been to the cleaners? And the answer is, of course, but never, never mind. We won't uh, get into all that. Um, we have five minutes, and so I don't want to get the hook and be taken off the stage. Uh, I usually have trouble clearing my throat in five minutes, but nonetheless. I think that you'll agree with me that one of the greatest blessings that Toronto has uh, as a city uh, is its status as the most diverse city in the world. When I'm out selling the city to potential investors, which I often am, uh, as well as to tourists and to artists that we want to come here. Uh, in fact, MLSEs even called me down a couple of times to sell Toronto to athletes that they want to come uh, to the city. They always pause and they think about very carefully and pursue with me the fact that 51% of the people who live uh, in Toronto, who call it home, were born outside of the country. And that is a percentage not seen anywhere else in the entire world. That inevitably leads to a discussion about our way of life, our core values, which I have come to see actually as our number one calling card because people around the world actually do recognize there is something about the core values that we have in the city and in this country. Uh, and that's alongside a wonderful system of public education that's created a talent pool that they also acknowledge, acknowledge around the world, but they really do focus oftentimes on our core values and I think those values and that talent pool are contributing hugely to the current success that Toronto is enjoying. So when you have one of those, that combination of raw ingredients, then really uh, what you're left with is a challenge of keeping the city together. And, and we know that the challenge of keeping the city together, uniting all the diverse communities into one strong force, is mirrored by the challenge of keeping our country uh, together into one strong force, just given the diversity, uh, geographically and otherwise, of our country. And some of that... Uh, Keeping people together comes from accepting and embracing each other as we do and turning away from the kind of division and polarization that you see happening uh, elsewhere in the world. Uh, it comes from a very strict vigilance with regard to discrimination and hatred of any kind, but you also need some help from other corners uh, beyond that, and that's where sports and, I believe, arts and culture uh, come in. There are th these things, sports and arts and culture, are great unifiers. Uh, an artist, a song, the Santa Claus Parade, Pride, the Caribbean Carnival. People come together and enjoy these things even if they can't speak to each other in the same language. They bring people together, they bring communities together. And that is true of sports as well, which brings me to the Raptors. And you're wondering if in my five minutes I'd ever get there. <laughs> I don't know uh, how many of you uh, got a chance to go to Jurassic Park outside of the Scotiabank Arena. I was there, yeah, well there are people in this room who went. If you didn't go last year, then go for the playoffs this year. I was there uh, for almost every game in the playoffs, whether we were at home or away, and it was quite something to behold. Jurassic Park was filled with people from all walks of life, all cultures, all religions, and yet we all came together. And in fact, in many cases, you would talk to the people there and find they actually couldn't communicate very well with you um, in uh, the language, their first language or, or mine. But they were there, uh, young and old, and young at heart, and so on, to celebrate one team. And how quickly a cheering for the Raptors became synonymous with cheering on our city and our country and the diversity that flourishes here. And it was replicated, of course, place after place after place across the country had their own uh, Jurassic Parks. And it, it brought uh, the Raptors to a status as Canada's team 
and it helped bring people together. Now, I'm not sure it actually got to the point where anybody liked Toronto, because I know that that, in this country, that's actually a unifying force, too, uh, the dislike and skepticism about Toronto, but they liked the Raptors, and it brought them together. And so we all witnessed strangers hugging and laughing and cheering and taking in each other's company during uh, these historic moments across the country. And I really believe, I was asked about this in an interview the other day, that, that, that the psychology that comes with sports is very important to cities and countries in terms of bringing people together. I really believe sports play a uniquely important role because it causes people to be with their neighbors and be with each other in a world increasingly where you live in high-rise accommodation and so on. That's not often happening. And it also causes people to focus on the fact they're part of something bigger. And it's these moments that are crucial in uniting people because they help build connections rather than divisions. And so I will continue to do that as mayor, but I sure hope that the Raptors, I'm not sure anybody would have thought 25 years ago when they started that the Raptors would be such an important part of pulling our city together and pulling our nation together, but indeed they did. And the team under Masai's leadership and the ownership group that Larry chairs um, has embraced our Toronto way of life. They've embraced our Canadian way of life. Uh, Masai, I will say to you, and I've said it before privately, that success is a testament to you and to the team that you've built because you're not just a great president of the Raptors, but you're a model citizen, uh, reminding us as you do about our shared values and reminding us of an obligation we have that goes outside of our city and even outside of our country uh, when it comes to inclusion and decency. Uh, and in so being, I think you're also a model to the world of what Canada is about and Canadians. And through this, um, the group of athletes, whether they're Canadian or not, it doesn't matter. They're sending the same positive message about us and about our city and about our country all around the world. Now, one message I... Yes, indeed. Masai, um, as, the person, uh, uh, as the person chosen quite appropriately today to receive this award on behalf of the Raptors, I will, first of all, just repeat something that I told you privately, and I think it should be well known to everybody here, and it's part of the rules. When you are named, as you have just recently been, the most influential person in Toronto, unfortunately, admission to that very elite club carries with it the obligation to remain in Toronto for the rest of your life. <laughs> So I will say to you, uh, Masai, thank you for choosing Toronto as your home. Thank you for the work you're doing on and off the court and here in Canada and elsewhere in the world. It's all important. It is helping to bring this country together. It's helping to bring the city together. It's helping to make both the city and the country a better place for people to live. Uh, and I would ask you to extend to the entire Raptors organization who are receiving this award our thanks not only for bringing us joy in the championship, but for bringing uh, a diverse city together, for bringing a diverse country together. That was a real act of nation building. I'm sure that wasn't first on their minds, but it sure ended up doing the job. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mayor. Joining us today from the head table is another familiar face. Nav Batya came to Canada from India, and he is a success well beyond his fame as a superfan. I think for Canadians, his embrace of the 2019 Championship Raptors somehow perfectly crystallized how our nation felt about cheering for this team. From seeing Nav on TV pumping his fist to overhead shots of Jurassic, Jurassic Parks across the country, this fan experience felt like a reflection of our growing nation. The Raptors were the first NBA franchise to win a championship outside of the United States. We, are, we the North was something different than the world had ever seen of Canada before. 
All of us watching every second of it, there was the standard bearer representing our nation, and he is here with us today. Please welcome to the stage superfan Nav Batya. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you guys doing? I expect a little better than that, guys. How are you doing? Thank you, thank you. I'm really humbled and honored to be here today. What can I say about this Raptors organization? This organization has changed my entire life. Everyone knows how much I love raptors. I put them before everything in my life, including my wife. Yeah, you can laugh. I have some tough times at home, but you can laugh. The world witnessed the love the fans have for this team. And also, the world witnessed the love this team has for the fans. Everybody just found out now, during this summer, but I have that known for the last 25 years. If they were not such an inclusive organization, there is no way this immigrant would be standing here in front of you and will have the opportunity to really feel like a part of Canada. Yep. You have changed my life and for many others. Thank you, Mr. Larry Tonnebaum. Thank you, Masai Udri. And thank you to the entire Raptors organization. There is no more deserving to get this prestigious Empire Club's Nation Builder of the Year Award than the Toronto Raptors. Yes. Okay. You have not just made Toronto a champion. You have made the entire nation of Canada the champions. Thank you. I'm very excited for our next speaker. First, because she is an absolute top-notch sports journalist who began with TSN Radio in 2015 and whose great work and profile is only growing. Second, she's a Toronto native who knows the pride this city and this country places in this fantastic team. And third, because she had as much a front row seat as anyone could have had. Heck, she was on the bus during the parade. Please welcome to the stage TSN anchor Kayla Gray.
I didn't trip y'all. <laughs> um, thank you to the Empire Club of Canada for having me. Honestly, to be in this room, I would have never thought that I would be in a room like this, so thank you. Ever since the Raptors won the championship, there's been a lot of going back. There's been a lot of revisiting, remembering, finding new angles, resharing stories. As media, it helps us give context for this season and for these new moments. And plus, going back is a lot easier when you're talking about NBA champions, right? Let's just be honest. This week, on Wednesday night, we all went back again. And during the Raptors' perfect tribute video to Kawhi Leonard, there was a moment, and it stood out for a lot of us. The whole arena dips to black. Cue Matt Devlin. Kawhi, up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. And thank God he is not in this room because he's probably going to laugh at me for saying that. But as the call goes, Kawhi steps towards what we now know as the shot, light up. Footprint, mark, legacy. Now we all know where the footprints of that team would end up from that moment on. But for a country that watched, held its breath, then exhaled, where did these illuminated steps begin? For me, they started in a gym, pharmacy in St. Clair, West Scarborough Boys and Girls Club. An eight-year-old kid from Scarborough in line to play endless games of bump, 21, spontaneous runs, you name it. They literally would have to drag us out of the gym to stop playing basketball. But it was there in those moments for me, a kid with a not-so-picture-perfect childhood, I found my safe place, home, friends that I still have to this day, and that is what basketball has given to me. Now, when it comes to the Raptors over the last little while, it's felt like this beautiful exchange between people of notes, origins, whys. For some, they take it back to 94 when the jersey was dropped, the purple, red, black, and considered really risky at the time, massive logo, but that's what roped them in. For others, they joined the wave as recently as 2018, wanting to see what all the fuss was about and willingly becoming that fuss. Through all the stories, the most common word used when talking about the draw to this franchise is different. But almost always, the word that proudly follows after is ours. No better illustration than being at a Raptors game. First-gen Canadians, newcomers to our beautiful country, tourists, the strong presence of a female fan base, different backgrounds, different but ours. I think back to before the 2018 season started, and a media conference with Sayu Jury took us to church when a question was asked about Toronto not being an ideal destination. He said, the narrative of not wanting to come to this city is gone. And then he went on to say, believe in this city and believe in yourselves. And they did. Fans believed. The country believed. And eventually others, yeah, they started to believe. By that time, though, it didn't matter. Gone were the days of the need for any outside validation. If there's one thing I've learned about fans of the Toronto Raptors being part of the coverage, it is that they are loyal. And throughout the years of growing, sometimes there were growth spurts, but like any other team, there were a lot of growing pains. But during those times, loyalty and patience were everything. But the 2018-2019 season just felt a little different. There was a different kind of swagger. 
Yeah, we know we're different, but the team is ours. And the country showed up in ways for this team like never before. 2018-19 was the most watched Raptors regular season ever. When the Raptors clinched the title in Game 6 of the NBA Finals, 15.9 million fans tuned into TSN during that game. 15.9. That is 44% of the country. Now, I would argue that the rest of the country could be found on standby at Young and Dundas waiting for word that they could start living their best lives until 5 in the morning the next day. But the impact was undeniable. During the run, we saw Jurassic Parks pop up all over the country. Photos of people crowding around that one phone or laptop on planes, refusing to miss a thing no matter where they were. Countless videos of viewing parties, big or small. The country was all in, captivated, united. Listen, it is what it is. Winning helps, but I think at the root of all of it is heart and feel. And that's why that moment on Wednesday resonated for so many of us in this country. We didn't even see the shot, but we didn't need to. We know, the world knows. I would argue it's not the pictures that bring you back, it's all feel. And it stretched far beyond that moment. It was the championship run. It was the millions of people who flooded the streets of this wonderful city for the parade to celebrate, to be together. Now, I might get in trouble for admitting this, but we planned for a two and a half hour broadcast on TSN that day. Two and a half hours. Uh, looking back, that was a really cute idea, wasn't it? Um, it was as if the fans were like, yeah, two and a half hours, nah, take six. But we loved every moment of it. I was on the bus with Norm Powell, Chris Boucher, and Danny Green. If you saw the videos, you knew it was the time. Um, but while I was there setting up for interviews, I looked into the crowd, this beautiful mosaic of faces, and I'm seeing some familiar faces. But the ones that stood out to me were those who were in the gym with me as kids at the West Garbo Boys and Girls Club. And that feeling of reunion, excitement, solidarity is what that championship run, this team, has given a country. People always ask, where were you when, when these huge moments come up? But the question, it almost sounds like they're really asking, what were you when? As a city, as a country, we were together. We were united, we the North. Thank you. Seeing that corner three from a Kauai drop still gives me goosebumps. As it says on this award, for the remarkable character and tenacity demonstrated during the team's historic run to the 2019 NBA championship, which cut across all demographic, economic, cultural, and geographic divides to bring together a country behind the iconic We the North rally cry. It's my honor on behalf of the Empire Club of Canada to present the Nation Builder of the Year Award to the 2019 Toronto Raptors. Masai Ujiri, please come upstairs.
Uh, thank you. Um, it's a really, really strong honor to, uh, to be here and uh, to accept this new award uh, on behalf of um, our Raptors organization. Um, I think we come from uh, an organization that uh, I, I am really proud of that um, is owned uh, with class, uh, with uh, our leader Larry Tannenbaum and Bell and Rogers. And um, from the top to the bottom, uh, our fans, um, people that work with us, um, and the most important to me are players uh, and our coaches uh, who go out and grind it out um, every day. Um, it, it is truly an honor uh, to represent. Uh, I, don't only, I, I didn't only see it, and I don't only see it as uh, the Raptors, but um, a great country, um, great people uh, that I feel uh, can even be bigger uh, around the world. Um, with what we do. Uh, I thank you uh, to the city, to the mayor, uh, everybody that has supported this, to the Empire Club uh, for creating um, uh, this, uh, this award. Um, I want to say that our organization is progressive. Uh, it's progressive, and for me, there's only one way and one thing we do. You play sports for only one reason, to win. It's that simple. But I want all of you to think about winning. Winning not only on the court, but winning off the court. And when you win, it's by bringing people along. You bring people along, you bring youth along, you bring women along, you bring young girls along. We move our egos aside and become bigger. We in Canada have to teach the rest of the world. And starting from here, we have to be bigger, okay? We have to include, we have to be progressive, and we have to grow and we have to teach the rest of the world to be good people, just like we are. Yeah, but it starts from here. The responsibility is in this room, okay? Be progressive, grow, and open your minds up to what's going on in the world. It's important because we use sports. We use sports as our platform. Use your platform to grow and to be bigger. God bless Canada. God bless Canada. And thank you for this award. The Toronto Raptors. I am uh, pleased to welcome Mike White from IBK Capital. IBK Capital has been a longtime supporter of the Empire Club to deliver 
proper appreciation. Mr. President, distinguished head table guests, fellow members and guests of the Empire Club of Canada, I have the pleasure to express our formal thanks to the Raptors and to our key speakers here today. Of course, uh, Toronto Mayor John Tory, uh, Superfan Nav Batia, uh, TSN's great Kyla Gray, and of course, the very impressive Masai Ujiri who has accepted the award on behalf of the Raptors. Thank you so much. Today, the Empire Club of Canada is celebrating the Nation Builder of the Year Award for the first time. To quote from the Empire Club's website, the Nation Builder of the Year Award formalizes what the Empire Club of Canada has been doing since 1903, celebrating and providing a platform for people who are building our country. Since its founding over a century ago, the Empire Club has played a pivotal role in many of our country's major milestones. That's why the focus of this award is on the efforts by a Canadian individual or a group of individuals who are making a significant contribution to this country. The Raptors have done just that and continue to honour our great country. We are proud of our Canadian basketball team and all it has done for our citizens. We all saw or heard or read about what the Raptors did. We have seen the benefits of developing athletic skills, teamwork, healthy competition, done with all their heart, combined with hard work, persistence, intelligence, and enthusiasm. And I'll add one more, they did it gracefully, truly Canadian. They leave it all on the court, time and time again, inspiring generations to strive for great things and expect great results. We are very proud of our Toronto Raptors, the team, the athletes, the coaches, the fans, families and friends. Please join me in a very warm and special thank you to all that have made today possible, the sponsors, the award committee, today's speakers, and of course, the Nation Builder of the Year award-winning Raptors. Thank you. May God's richest blessings flow to all parts of Canada as the Raptors continue to flourish and provide the joy and unity of winning the NBA championship. God bless Canada. God bless the Raptors, and God bless all of you. We the North. Thank you. Well, that was uh, wonderful, and I'm glad everybody got to uh, participate in the inaugural Nation Builder of the Year Award. We have many events coming up. Please look at our website. On January 9th, we have the Investment Outlook, and on January 15th, we have the Ontario Leadership Debate. Thank you very much. This meeting is adjourned.